So thank you for being back with us. Uh, Psych, your way to success with myself, Claire, and... And today we're going to talk about um, how to enhance employee motivation. So we look at this through the eyes of the IO Psych lens. We're just going to try to dissect this and give um, our feedback on what's either worked for us or what we have learned has worked for multiple people, multiple organizations, things of that nature. So uh, let's get started on this one. I think it's a really good time of year, as Heather mentioned, um, off off air, so you guys weren't present for it, but... <laughs> It, we like, had, oh no, uh, what did I say? I know. Uh, no, don't worry. It was great. <laughs> she was like, did we talk? Um, no, it was about uh, the time of year, kind of capitalizing on this opportunity that we have right now with everybody doing the new year, new me thing. So uh, how can we capitalize on that level of enthusiasm and drive and kind of inspire and motivate that the employees in our workplace? So um, if you don't mind, since this was a really great topic idea from Heather, I, if you don't mind kicking it off, though. You know, I, I always think like in January, we're always excited and goal setting and this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I would say by the end of January, beginning of February, we've lost that drive, honestly. Right. Like you see it at the gym. I was going to say, ask anybody at the gym right now. Like it's starting to kind of trail off all those classes that got packed on the third. Everybody's just not, not quite as present all of a sudden. Exactly. I always skip the gym in January because it's like, yes, it's a nightmare. You know? I don't go. If you are, you're fine. Yep. First two, three weeks, I don't go in January. <laughs> no, like my yoga classes are booked. Like it's like you really can't fit in. So anyway. I just think it's important to use that motivation that came from January 1st and kind of keep it going throughout the year. And so I actually think this topic is worthwhile to talk about multiple times during the year because yeah. there it's, there's an ebb and flow of motivation. And so I I really think that the first thing I would say is just really understanding your employees motivation like yeah. re-looking at some of those goals or just why was this important and maybe why it isn't important now i mean don't use those words <laughs> but like yeah. you know it's just definitely like i i definitely think goals should be checked in on at least monthly if not weekly you know in some capacity um so just understanding what they were motivated and reevaluating those goals do you ever feel like sometimes you like are really gung ho and aggressive right at the beginning of the year? And then sometimes it's hard to readjust that and to say like, okay, I was a little too ambitious. <laughs> or maybe the landscape of your work has changed completely. Maybe something exactly. that you were doing before no longer applies and that goal is no longer viable. I don't know. I agree. And giving your employee and you the ability to have that really vulnerable conversation and just right. be like, okay, is this still the right goal for our company? Is this still the right goal for you? And mm -hmm. really understanding where everybody is at. That's excellent. And I, I mean, I go so far as to say like my top thing is um, 
get those one-on-ones in like have those one-on-ones and that would be my my top thing and when you're talking uh with one another during those one-on-ones i would suggest using words um avoid using let's let's start there avoid using words like why right like try not to use words like why does that happen why didn't you do this or why did this happen instead try to use what or in the example what was your motivation there right like instead of saying why did you do that what what was your motivation there like i tell me more and using that that replacement of what instead of why can really change that conversation from somebody being defensive to being like huh i don't know uh, I have to do it with my son now. <laughs> like, instead of being like, bro, why? Why did you do that? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what were you thinking when you made that decision? Right? Like, it sounds less aggressive. And though you may not mean to put somebody on the defense when you say why, it's just a simple question. Um, sometimes it, it happens. So I would say those one-on-ones, try to use and choose words um, that aren't, you know, trying to start a fight, even though you're not trying to start a fight. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I, I love that. What versus <laughs> why? <laughs> it was, it's, it's a skill. It's, it's not, it's not organic for me. So <laughs> I can't tell yeah. you how many times I've said why, and then been like, why are you so mad at me now? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why are you reacting this way? What just happened? Oh my gosh, I love that. It's so true. Oh my goodness. Just some little words that you can use to really change how somebody mm-hmm. feels about the question you're asking. So I think that's so important. I also think like just recognizing why it's important to have a motivating workforce, right? Sure. Like what are the benefits of that? I always think Ugh. it's so much easier for me to do the laundry or clean up my house when I know somebody's coming. Oh my gosh, the accountability point, right? It's the reason why I get up and like I actually go to the gym. <laughs> like, oh, I have to meet somebody there. That's right. Okay, I have to. I have to actually go. I can't blow this off. True. So, like, understanding why is it important to have that motivated workforce can really change how people feel about what's happening. So, mm-hmm. I, I think that, and when people are like internally motivated great things end up happening the goals end up being manifested or, um, mm-hmm. and so i just think it's important to like really get those employees motivated and help them be stay motivated because it benefits them it benefits you nobody i always think like the best of people <laughs> and i really don't benefit of the doubt sh- Exactly. I do. I really do. And I really don't think anybody shows up to work. Not very many people say that's not the norm that people show up to work. Like, I'm going to just ruin this company today. (laughs) Do the worst (laughs) job possible. I don't think people want to do that. Right? No, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I think everybody really is trying their best. And so it's like, recognizing that and just helping them do their best is Mm -hmm. a lot of the time the role of the manager or leader or whatever it is. Yeah. I think um, one of the ways I found people to do that quite well is when they have the type of alignment with their employees. So um, 
not only are they seeking the same goal that the company is seeking, but they're seeking a goal that will help them, you know, personally, internally um, have that motivation to show up every day, not just because they have to and they need a paycheck, but they have this intrinsic motivation to be there on their own as well. So that um, external, extrinsic, intrinsic motivations, being able to blend the two so that even though you are getting paid, there's an element of the work that you're doing that is intrinsically satisfying, right? So if there's a conversation that you can have with employees that, you know, do you know where they're coming from? Like, what is it that does motivate them? And are even if they don't know what that is, can you have conversations regularly with them that makes them have a light bulb moment and have that aha moment that says, oh, this, this is what I really want. And they come to you. It doesn't have to be a scheduled one-on-one and they're like, Hey, this is it. This is my thing. Um, those conversations don't happen. That, that, that aha moment doesn't happen without the leader, um, having some kind of open communication with their employees. So being able to create and cultivate that kind of environment within your team, I think really, really has helped quite a few employees just be so driven throughout highs and lows like you said but definitely be driven more than most and have a higher productivity have a higher you know happiness quotient when they're in the workplace i I couldn't agree more i i also feel like part of the motivating employees can be things that you don't really realize actually motivates people like Mm -hmm. I always think of like having brackets for March Madness, you know, Um, we would always do that. Our office and it became fun. We would put the brackets up in the break room and everybody would just kind of like talk about it. And even people who aren't into sports, which there's plenty of people who aren't, it's fun because then they become in the know and it's just fun because it's like you're picking teams. I mean, I don't know, when I pick teams, it's like, what color do I like best? Hey, everybody's got their thing. And if you just want to be involved for the dollar bet, go for it. We would have, what was it, Monday football? So we would bet on Monday football scores. And so you would get your sheet, you'd fill it out, and then submit with your $1 to $5, whatever it was. And the payout came Tuesday, the next day. Like, you got two days there that people are super excited. And then they talk about it for like the rest of the week or like weeks later and be like, remember when you met, like did that crazy bet? Like it's, it's impressive. Everybody is sick and tired of just the pizza party. I'm not going to lie. I'm sick of it. (laughs) Like, right. So like, and even like, as like, you know, I guess we're not really condoning betting. I'm not condoning Benny. No, 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 no. Like, no, I know. But even I'm if it's bragging saying, rights. Yeah, exactly. Well, and even still, like a lot of times at the um, dermatology clinic, we would just see like, we're giving away, you know, $100 for the first place, $50 for the second place, and $25 for the third place. And it would be like a much better pizza party. <laughs> like, Totally. And then it, it, it lasts, you know, 16 weeks or, you know, yeah. a long time. So it's more fun and it's more like, and then every week you give like whoever a Starbucks gift card for like the top team of the week or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Sure. And it creates this continuous motivation to come to, to, to come to work and be like, mm-hmm. I killed you last night. 
uh, like in the whatever the matchup for you know like fantasy football or whatever it is and it just becomes like a fun motivating factor to come into work and to connect with your um co-workers and employees and it just kind of puts everybody on the same level because Mm -hmm. the managers leaders are also in the bracket and it's it's just fun and i just think sometimes motivating employees looks different than one-on-ones and sitting down and talking about goals and things like that and i think that's an important aspect of keeping people motivated oh yeah i mean there's there's multiple ways of doing it whether it's outside sources or in internal lots of lots of different options i like checking my notes here but i think that that's part of the like rewards and recognition that I was going to bring up. And I love that. Like be careful with the type of rewards and recognition that you're doing. Uh, A lot of people, this is the thing that people get surprised when I mention it, when it comes to recognition, there's people that don't want to be recognized like company wide. So when you're doing a rewards and recognition program, make sure that the person that you're rewarding or recognizing wants that company wide recognition. So if they're the type of person that's like, Hey, can I check the box to just receive whatever it is I'm receiving one-on-one with my, my supervisor, my direct report, instead of having you blast this email out to everybody, which makes me really embarrassed. So, you know, like those are, that's actually kind of a big deal. So just heads up on that. Like I have, I can't countless times put up people's names, put up like a forced email thinking that of course they're going to be so excited that we did this. Uh, So about that. They were really embarrassed, very shy about it, did not want to come into work for a couple of days type of situation. So, yeah. Exactly. And so just being super hyper aware of that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. That is such a great point. Just understanding people's personalities and what makes them feel recognized. Yeah. I, I, I always think, well, I always relate business to like being a mom, <laughs> but my my daughter loves it when I just quietly notice little things that she does. Like it makes her feel like a million dollars. She doesn't need me to tell the whole world, you know, Right. but my youngest son needs me to tell the whole world. Right. Like how no, totally. <laughs> so I think it's, it, it is true that even in a work setting, we're all lo- just a little different. So, I mean, even the recognizing part with motivating people, it's the same thing, right? Like, mm-hmm everybody gets motivated differently. But um, I, I like the idea of understanding different types of recognition and rewards. You know what, like, I, I couldn't agree more with that. That's why I always like my like, March Madness brackets and fantasy football and just like keeps oh, yeah. people connected. In the... mm-hmm. We even did, remember the show The Bachelor? <laughs> I I have heard about it. I am I am actually such a weirdo. I'm super proud. I never never have watched a single episode. I haven't either. I haven't what? either. But I heard of uh, I heard of a company where they would like have people guess who's going to kick off, get kicked off of the show, and it was oh, like, so we did that with Survivor. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so Bachelor I think though, that's, like, that's funny. 
it was really funny. And I was like, that's kind of an interesting idea. Like, so it doesn't have to be sports is I guess what, right. I, what I was trying to get to because some people just aren't sports people at all, but I like survivor or the challenge or, you know, there's yeah, the of, amazing race. That yeah. Was, there's so many fun, fun options. So I, yeah. I, I like that. Um, yeah. I think, um, the British oh, baking ahead. show was one of my favorites. I know that totally makes me such a like nerd, but um, it very much was like <laughs> trying to guess who yeah. was going to make it through to the next, next round. But anyway, yeah, and you just, like, I digress. Have your favorites. I know. We're I know. definitely digressing. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, I would say that like um, building a positive work culture also helps in motivating employees. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so I like, think the big question is like, how do we do that specifically creating and that positive work? How, how, do, how does that happen? Oh, I thought you were going to go on and. Oh, God. No, I was like, oh, no, no. This was. Hey, Heather, that was to you. Yeah. No, she's like, I'm listening. I'm like, <laughs> my listening skills. No, I, you know what? I actually think there's so many ways to do that, but um, it really depends on the workforce. But I think some of the, one of the, I'll say easiest tools, which I don't know if it's easy or not easy, but I really believe that what we were just talking about, recognizing employees for what mm -hmm. they are doing is so important in creating that positive work culture. Because a lot of times we will talk to employees about what they're not doing, what they can do oh. better. And we a lot of times forget or don't even notice because it's working so well. Yeah. That people are doing a good job. And I think that's actually the very first step. It costs zero dollars. <laughs> you know, you don't need a fancy new like Walmart mural or like all brand new furniture or great couches or awesome food in the workroom. You just really need to start with the basics of recognizing what is happening. Yeah, I think. I think everything that we talked about, um, the organic outcome is a positive work culture for sure. Um, you guys are going to have your own and each industry, I think, plays a role in what that looks like for you. Um, I know that a culture of fear is not one of them. So I know like it's so hard because I, I think as humans, what we what we default to is providing a culture of fear within the workplace because it gives results, instant results. So we get to see and have that instant gratification of do this or else. And then that's what happens. The or else is, you know, down the road. Uh, if you are able to do something other than a culture of fear, which isn't this like my way or the highway or else dot, dot, dot um, type of mentality, then I think you end up with this really incredible option of people working using discretion right and that's when people are being indiscriminate with their time with their organization that they work for it's it's amazing what you're going to end up with so it's it's playing a long game granted so you have to be in it for for the long haul but most people that start businesses are in it for the long haul so <laughs> fair point i don't know who's starting businesses just to be like cool i'm out it's been 30 days. I'm I'm good. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so yeah, I think those are those are some really good ones. Um, anyway, I think we're getting towards the end of our time. Yep. Um, but so I just wanted to recap real quick. We had our one on ones. Make sure that we have the conversations. This is how we're creating these, you know, and harnessing this brand new year um, motivation into motivated employees. So make sure you have those conversations. Try the way you talk. Um, shifting that. What were some of your other ones, Heather? Um, I think you covered or create um, other ways to motivate employees with, you know, um, March Madness or oh, your your um, survivor just rewards just and recognition and exactly team building type activities, excellent. And then um, and as I go down the yeah, setting your goals and touching base on a regular basis with your employees, understanding where they're at and making sure you're celebrating them the way they prefer, right? So exactly. <laughs> anything else? I just think the last thing I will say is mm -hmm. I can't remember what you said before, but uh, the idea of a work-life balance where it adjusts, you know, or sometimes you're working more, or you're playing more or whatever it is, but just really keeping in mind that for employees to feel motivated, they need time to recharge. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. I would say that's the last thing that I would see is so important in this. That is a great last point. And yeah, I think it was the work-life work harmony is what you were talking yes. about when we talked about it once. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I love cool. that. I love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a harmony in us having time to recharge, rejuvenate, and not be burnt out. Um, the idea is to avoid burnout. Motivation does not perpetuate burnout. It's quite the opposite. So if we can keep that going, if you're able to, you know, garner that, and use that in your workplace. We do wish you the best. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you have any extra hints, tips for everybody else out there and look forward to seeing you guys next week. All right. Thanks again. Have a good one.